Welcome to the Spine Homeschooler Podcast. We are glad you are listening and we hope you enjoy this episode. This week we have the pleasure of being joined by Anjali Watanabe, a homeschooling mom who also works and we believe what she has to say is sure to help make you smile. Before we start, I also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. They make math fun. You can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. So let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, hey, everybody, and uh, welcome to The Smiling Homeschooler. we got a special guest with us today. Uh, ben is here, and I, I look like I'm the only one on the screen, but we've got <laughs> two other people. Uh, ben is not feeling too good. Uh, his whole house is under quarantine. Quarantine, in fact, uh, we're watching his kids right now uh, while we podcast, and I, was, I didn't even want him to come over to my house to bring his kids because uh, we sprayed him down once they got home, over here just to keep all the germs out. Um, but we're excited about this show. We're excited about this time of year as we're kind of heading into this short run to Christmas. Um, but we've got a special guest with us all the way from California. And I know if you live farther away from Indiana, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. But when you're in Indiana, California feels like a world away. So we have uh, Anjali Watanabe. Correct. And, uh, there you go. <laughs> I may have said her name all wrong. You did it. It was perfect. <laughs> okay. But why don't you, uh, we're so glad to have you with us. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I work for Chia, the uh, Christian Home Educators of California, and I am their event manager. So I'm in charge of our annual convention every year. Um, that's my the major portion of my job. Um, I've been homeschooling for uh, 11 years now. And I have three kids. They are 16, 13, and 7. And I've been married for 19 years to my wonderful husband, Brian. Okay, well, let's just dive right in. All right. Um, how'd you decide to homeschool? Well, that was, um, it was a very hard time of life. My oldest son was in first grade. Um, I actually had my master's in education. I was a teacher and planning on teaching and he was being bullied in school and we were having a really hard time and friends at church were praying with us. And one of my friends had mentioned homeschooling and I was like, is that even legal? <laughs> like, yeah. I'd never heard of it. <laughs> and she's like, yes. And so she started telling me more about it. And, um, I started praying about it, but my husband was like, no, no, you know, you're, you have to work the, you know, you have your, your master's, you, you know, you're going to be a teacher, all this. And so I just started praying. And one day my son came home from school and he said, Mom, I want to go be with Jesus. And I said, well, what does that mean? He's like, I want to go live with him. And I said, well, why? Like, you know, um, and, and I said, do you understand what that means to live with him? And he said, um, it means I have to die. And that just tore my heart out. Mm -hmm. And I said, why? And he said, because no one at school loves me. And I told my husband, and that was his last day of school, and um, been homeschooling ever since. Wow. Wow. Yeah, well, that's amazing, actually. Um, well, the reason we're having you on the show is because um, we've covered a lot of topics in the year plus that we've been doing this. Um, but I came across an article that you wrote. Uh, I am on the Chia mailing list. And by the way, a little plug for Chia, the home state homeschool convention for California or the state organization. They have an amazing organization, um, really, of, of the many organizations I'm a part of or the many states that I've spoken in, Chia does an exceptional job of communicating um, to their, their people. I get tons of stuff from them. Um, and your convention is just wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much. But that's not what we're here for. Uh, <laughs> we're, here, 
because I came across an article that uh, you all sent out. I got it on an email, I think, last week. And uh, the title just was intriguing. And it was written by you. And it says, um, I've lost my way. Um, and, you know, and, and I thought, you know, because usually articles that are put out by any homeschoolers, except me, are all these homeschooling is the best homeschooling yes. rocks i got it all under control we did unit studies all the month of december and we learned so much but that wasn't your article in fact i i, I don't know if you do you have it right before you um i can pull it up quickly but yeah i don't have it right in front of me well i might have you just read a little bit um because i think it's kind of fun for uh for the author to read uh some so i might have you just uh, start and then maybe I'll read a little bit too because it was so it was an amazing article thank you well, why don't you just read, read the first couple paragraphs okay I am not writing this because I have an answer to any of life's problems I don't have the key to homeschool happiness or a top 10 list of things to do to make your life easier I just realized that I've lost my way and I'm wondering how I can find it again like so many families in California we are a dual income family it is next to impossible to live in Orange County and survive on a single income. So along with homeschooling, I have a part-time job to help make ends meet. This morning, my daughter was begging me to make pancakes for breakfast. We have frozen, one, frozen ones in the freezer, I said curtly, as I typed out an important email for work. She asked me again, please, Mom, I want to make pancakes for breakfast. <sighs> Doesn't she know how much work I must do? Doesn't she know that I'm trying to get her older brother with Asperger's through high school and what a feat that is because he just doesn't get it and how worried I am that he never will? Doesn't she understand that her middle brother leaves me hanging at the end of my rope daily as I try to navigate him through middle school curriculum, that his hormones seem to have turned him into a person I don't recognize? Doesn't she realize that her dad works so hard for her family but that takes him away from the home. As a result, I spend most of my time taking care of the house and cars. It's a daily challenge trying to keep my feelings of being alone on this journey at a minimum so that I don't seem ungrateful for how hard he works. Doesn't she understand everything I have to do? Just keep reading because this is okay. awesome. I'm just sitting here listening. Go ahead. <laughs> just finish I, the article. <laughs> okay. I can't right now, I snapped. She walked away. I kept on working. Suddenly, I'm aware of the clashing of pots and pans in the kitchen, the cabinets opening and shutting, the fridge being rummaged through. I yell out, what are you doing? Making pancakes, comes a reply from my seven-year-old daughter. I immediately leap up from a computer and make a dash to the kitchen. To my pleasant surprise, she has everything pulled out for preparing our Trader Joe's pancake mix, milk and an egg sitting next to a bowl in the box of milk mix. A pan on the stove, luckily not on, and spatula at the ready. I sigh. I must help her now. I cannot leave her to do this on her own. We begin to work together. We should double the recipe so that we have enough for your brothers, I say. I give her the measuring cups and spoons. The recipe calls for three-fourths cup of mix, but we are making two batches, so how much will we need? I give her the one-third measuring cup, and she measures out six of them. We talk about our twos times tables. We talk a little of fractions. My heart sinks and soars at the same time. I had done this with my older two boys when they were younger. Homeschool was about our freedom from school and books and about exploring our world and finding out what made it work. I had a seven-year gap between my middle son and my daughter. When, we, when she was born, I went into baby mode. While our family struggled through two years of school, I had an amazing friend who was my saving grace, and my boys still had some great experiences during that time. But then my oldest hit middle school and I panicked. I started listening to others. Will they be ready for the workforce if they don't know how to follow directions from others? Will they truly know everything they need to know? Will they? 
I turned to box curriculums and tried to find classes so that they could know how to learn from others. I cracked down on their schooling. They must know everything. Our relationship became strained. I started and restarted curriculums. School became a daily struggle. I didn't love homeschooling the way I once did. But in this moment of making pancakes with my daughter, I was reminded of the simplicity I once knew. In this moment, God brought me back to the truth. The truth I have felt in so many moments over the years when we were on a field trip or a day at the beach, but that I ignored because I couldn't escape the thought, how will they learn everything that is important? He used this simple time to bring me back from the strain and struggle, from putting books in front of my kids and pushing them to only learn from them. The boys will still need to get through high school. My son still has rampant hormones and they will still have to learn, but maybe they don't need to know everything. Maybe we can find our way together and though things will look different than when they were little, there could still be some fun. Maybe, just maybe, we can learn together again and find our path to what I wanted in the first place. Life school, love school, homeschool. I need to go. My kids just got snakes for pets and we are going to learn together how to take care for them. I think this will be a great day of school. That is awesome. I feel like we need an altar call right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have the organ play just as I am and please come forward. That was awesome. And not just was it real and it was a reminder of the things that really, really matter. I mean, I loved your comment about, you know, life school, love school, home school. Um, but the thing that I was, I guess, intrigued about and something that we haven't talked about is maybe the pressures of, on working moms. Because you made a comment like in Orange County, uh, it's hard to f survive on a single income. Um, so you're you're really surrounded by a lot of dual in, uh, dual income homeschoolers, right? Correct. Yes, I am. Um, a lot of my friends at homeschool either have part time jobs or are volunteering um, to help out organizations so that their kids can be part of them um, to help save money that way. So um, many different ways that the moms are having to do extra work beyond homeschool. Mm. And then, so, I mean, I'm sure, you know, over all this time you've had family members and maybe friends as well just say, you know, why aren't you just sticking them in school? Why are you putting all this extra pressure <laughs> on you? What have you, what's been your answer to that? And has that been your experience? Um, I have had a few family members ask me that and friends, um, you know, it'd be easier for you. And there is part of me that thinks, yeah, maybe it would be easier. Um, but then I remember, I mean, I did work in the school system. And once I was out of it, I realized how much of it could be improved on. And, you know, um, school's not going to fix my kids. It's not going to fix um, my stress level. They're still going to come home with homework. That's ultimately what I came down to is I'm still going to be doing school with them. <laughs> when they come home at three, they do homework, you know, until mm. the night. So it's not saving me any time. Um, yeah, maybe I'd have some quiet time during the day, but ultimately I'm doing this because I want to spend time with my kids. It goes so fast. I only have two more years left with my oldest son and I can't believe how fast it goes, you know, and, um, I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to feel like I missed out on anything. And um, so, yeah, so that's just what I keep coming back to. Right. Well, uh, Angelie, why don't you give us just, I, I guess, because again, you know, I feel like I've neglected a whole group of homeschoolers because I just, not that I assumed I knew there were working moms, but I feel like I've ne neglected you and them. Um, <laughs> tell us about, you know, the pressures uh, working mom's face. Cause I know there is more than just time. I mean, there are pressures in your thinking too, right? 
Correct. Yes. You always have that thought like, can I really do it all? Can I really get all this done? Um, feelings of failure, like you're not really doing well at any one thing. Um, you know, like I do, I have those thoughts all the time. Like, oh, if I wasn't working, I could do homeschool better. Or if I wasn't homeschooling, I could do work better. And um, feelings of feeling mediocre at everything instead of really good at one thing. Mm. Is there a pressure to, you know, I mean, just time constraints? I mean, do you feel like, you know, like you're the amazing juggler <laughs> who's trying to, you know, because I know my wife, my wife is a task person. So, I mean, she handles all the bookkeeping for our ministry. And sometimes she'll feel like, she just feels like, you know, I could get so much done if I didn't have to worry about doing school today. Yes. Do you feel that on both sides? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. There are times when I have to, you know, like with my daughter, you know, I had to get emails done that morning and she wanted to make pancakes. And it was a learning opportunity. And, you know, luckily it, it I was able to grab hold of that, but I was about to miss it because I was too busy thinking, okay, I got to get this done first and then I can move on. Um, so yes, definitely, you know, you don't, you don't feel like you can truly complete a task. Well, has there been anything, you know, over those times when you're feeling, you know, whether the media, you know, mediocre or any of those other things that has really helped you, you know, has there been any resources, any advice just in general, what do you go back to, you know, during those times? Um, I'd like to say there is, but um, honestly, just having a community, um, you know, the ladies that I work with, um, our um, director, you know, she she's a grandma now, so she's already been there, done that. And so knowing that I can fall back on her and she, you know, tells us about how she did it or just um, knowing that she went through the same struggles, our editor, she's homeschooling her daughter right now. And so just having each other and um, being there to remind each other, okay, yes, maybe you felt like you failed today, but you know, there's, there's greater things at work here. And so just having that support, you know, and um, even my husband, when I get, and you know, I say, oh, I feel like I failed at this or I didn't get this done. You know, he, um, he'll just remind me like, it's okay. You know, like the children are alive, <laughs> you know, you, you got what you needed done and the rest of the housework, you know, whatever can wait. And so just having that support system, I think is the greatest thing. And um, I've got an amazing group of friends that um, I've cultivated over the years and just having them there as well is such a huge blessing. Do you, do you have, is there a, so is there a support? I, I is there a support group? I know there are probably like <laughs> 50 of them. Um, but do you have, a, is there a working moms, a working homeschooling moms support group, you know, within Chia or within other groups that you're aware of? Yeah, we actually are getting um, a Facebook page up as we speak. I don't know how soon she's getting it up, but we did talk about it last week when we realized a lot of people um, were replying to my article and we realized there was a definite need there. So within this week, we will have a Facebook page up um, for working homeschool moms where we can come together, give ideas, um, you know, and be a support for each other through that page. All right, I'm going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math becomes around, and our family uses it for many, many years, and we've loved it. They have a new 3.0 version of the curriculum that is better than ever. You can access it from anything from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Each and every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy to understand way that takes the stress and the responsibility away from you. 
teaching textbooks towards your child's grades so you can easily ensure they are learning and you can check in on the progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun. You can visit the website, teachingtextbooks.com, check out a free trial, and you can view a sample lesson. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support. Now, let's get back to the show. What do you say then to the mom who, you know, uh, is working as well, but is contemplating putting them back into, you know, quote unquote, real school? Um, What do you say to someone who's in that mind state, you know, mental state right now? You need to pray, really pray about it. You don't want to do anything out of frustration or um, anger. You know, you really need to sit down and think about um, the pros and cons of each and give yourself, you know, take a beat and take a rest and, um, yeah, just pray about it because, you know, that's what I've had to do. And I've had days and, you know, I've, I've threatened my middle son and I hate to say that, but I have, there have been days that I'm like, I, that's it. I'm just putting you into school. Um, luckily that is a threat for him. He doesn't want to go to public school, but, um, you know, but when I sit and I relax and I think about it and I weigh out the pros and cons and I understand that school won't fix them. It won't fix me. It's not actually going to truly help whatever the problem is, you know, um, so just take a beat and pray and um, really consider consider everything. So as, even as you were saying, uh, you know, because even, even uh, moms who don't work, uh, <laughs> you know, they threaten to put their kids yes. in school. And after a while, do you think the kids know, too, you know, that, that it's an empty threat because they're kind of thinking, oh, mom's never going to put us in school. But, but is that kind of, does that help? You know, does that help you, you know, kind of, I don't know, by taking it off the table, you know, and saying, you know, this is what we're going to do. Do you, do you go back to that? I'm just asking. You mean taking public school off the table? Yeah, kind of like we may say that. Yeah. But, you know, they go, yeah, well, we, you know, and in our heart of hearts, we don't really, we don't really mean it, you know, right. Right. because we're committed to that. Correct. Yeah. I have gone back to him and said, okay fine. You know, I'm not going to put you in public school, but we have to make this work, you know, and then we have our moment and we talk and it's good for a little bit and then it goes back. But, you know, I just have to keep reminding myself that it's a season, um, you know, and being reminded by listening to people, you know, going, um, obviously for me, like going to conventions, but, Mm -hmm. you know, even online on these kind of things, like what you have podcast, Facebook, just remind yourself that, all moms go through this. Like, don't feel alone in this. Um, whether you work or not, I think I, I would venture to guess that all moms have had that feeling of, you know, it's not working. This is horrible, whatever. Um, so just know that you're not alone because I think that's a huge thing that the enemy uses against us is that feeling of being alone. Mm. Um, so I think that's helpful to know that you are not alone. Right. And, and you know, you, you mentioned earlier, I think before we were we started uh, recording this, that, that you don't that you're not on Facebook. Or, or, <laughs> and I think, you know, sometimes by being on Facebook, do you think that sometimes it becomes poison, you know, to a, yes. to a mother's heart as she watches all these other moms who maybe maybe they don't work? You know, or and it just looks like they just spend all day baking cookies, you know, and and yeah. and reading the encyclopedia. Uh, yes. Yeah. For me, um, I found myself 
feeling inadequate or angry sometimes because of what some people post. Um, and then I really, you know, that's the thing. If you are working and homeschooling, you really have to take a step back and look at what you are spending your time on. And for me, it was Facebook. For me, I, you know, um, I found myself clicking on the next link, clicking on this person. Oh, what's this person up to? And I found that it was really taking up too much of my time. So that was the thing for me that I had to get rid of. And like, I have a friend who has given up Instagram because that's the thing she has to um, get rid of. So um, I think for all moms, it's important because there is so much that can take our attention. Um, but especially if you're working and homeschooling, you really have to look at where your time is spent um, so that, you know, try to give yourself as much um, help as possible. And that's a help is to get rid of stuff that you don't need to be doing. Well, you also made a comment. I just thought it was really intriguing to me and I may not be able to find it. Oh yeah, it's in your like your third to last paragraph. You said, how will they learn everything that is important? <laughs> yeah. And then, then you say, um, but maybe they don't need to know everything. Yes. Um, you know, I think that is, because there's there's a lot of moms who think, man, if I don't teach them, then if I don't teach them their ABCs correctly, they're doomed. Or yeah. if I don't teach them, you know, California history in the proper order, they're doomed. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Maybe you don't have to teach them everything. Um, that they don't need to know everything. You know, I don't remember everything I was taught and I went to public school. And, you know, there's things, especially as a homeschooling mom, you have to go back and relearn things so that you can teach them Um you know, I was choking around with my friends this week, actually, and I said, you know, I think we just need to teach our kids how to Google. Because <laughs> as long mm. as they know how to Google, they can <laughs> find out great. the answer to anything. But, um, you know, in all seriousness, though, you don't remember everything, you know, that you're taught. And so doing the things that are important that are going to be lifelong lessons. You know, for instance, I'm teaching consumer math this year to my son and a couple of my friends' kids. Um, they're in high school and the kids are loving it and eating it up because mm. it's stuff that they're going to use. And they don't realize that they're learning algebra and everything. And all of us kind of were like, you know, we're not worried about algebra too, because for this set of kids, that's not their end goal. Their end goal is not something that's math related. So we wanted them to be more, um, more ready just for life. And so we that's did consumer great. math and it's been going beautifully. I actually absolutely love it. Not one complaint from any of the kids. So it's been wonderful. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. Well, I was wondering, so, uh, you know, how, how can someone encourage, uh, you know, a working mom and what is not encouraging and, and then what on the flip side obviously encourages you, what do they need to know? Um, you know, cause obviously, uh, that's something that I'm sure can be discouraging often. Yes, absolutely. Um, for any mom working or not, really try to build yourself a good community. Um, that's the one thing I feel so blessed with. And, you know, in order to do that, you have to really rely on Jesus because you have to be forgiving. You have to be open, right? Because not everybody's going to like everybody all of the time. And we have this incredible community because we've learned to forgive each other. We've learned to walk life together and just be there for each other. And all of us are have our weirdness and you know we love each other for it and um so the community is just huge so i encourage any mom out there to find community whether or not you're working um and in that community the thing that has been 
so wonderful to me is that those women have fully understood what I go through um, that, you know, oh my goodness, I have a deadline and they'll watch my child for me. You know, they'll be like, oh, just drop her, you know, drop them off or, you know, um, I've had friends stop by and pick them up for me. I'm like, I've got to get this work done. And they're like, oh, we'll take them to band practice. And they drive by my house a little out of their way um, to do that. So that has been such a blessing. So I really encourage community for anybody, because even if you're not working, there might be a day that, you know, I've had friends that aren't working that they just need to stay home and clean their house. And I've taken their kids. So I just think community is so important. Um, and that also helps with not feeling alone in all of your, um, you know, all of your thoughts. But the other thing too, is, um, just be careful of judgment because I know the one thing, and I've talked with other working moms, um, there have been people that are like, well, do you really need to work? Like, what if you, you know, cut this out? Or what if you live here? You know, and you don't really know what that person's life is. You don't know where their money's going or, you know, why they're having to do what they're doing. But, um, you know, just kind of trust that they know what they're doing and that they need to, you know, they're not working because, you know, they don't want to spend time with their family usually. <laughs> but, um, right. you know. But just have that because I have had women say, well, you know, well, what if you, you know, move to an even smaller place? I mean, I already live in a small place. So I'm kind of <laughs> like, all right, you have no idea where I live and so I can't get any trying smaller. to solve the problem for you. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So just be careful about that because um, working moms don't need you to solve that problem. Um, but they would probably love it if you could watch their kids or come over, you know, just or just be there for them. Just so that they have somebody to talk to because it can be really lonely when you're just working and hang out with your kids and that's it. So, um, you know, just be there for them. Do you, do you feel encouraged to, because I, cause sometimes I'll say when I'm speaking, I'll say something like, I'll say, well, even if you're, you know, you're a single mom, you know, and you everybody's telling you not to homeschool and you believe you should homeschool homeschool. Um, and I've had so many moms say, Oh, thanks. Because you're the only one telling us that do you get even, you know, other homeschoolers almost discouraging you from homeschooling? Like, do they join that same bag bandwagon and go, well, wouldn't it be easier if you just, you know, put your kids in? I personally have not. Um, any Anything that I've had, we have a really strong homeschool community. So the only thing I've ever heard is, you know, well, maybe you don't have to work, <laughs> you know, like right. try to figure out another way to not have to work. Yeah. Um, luckily, I've never had, I've had, non-homeschooling friends and family say, say that, that, but not, not homeschoolers. No. Well, that's good. That's yes. good. <laughs> well, Hey, we're just about out of time. And I know there's going to be a mom who wants to maybe get a hold of you. And since again, you're not on Facebook, they <laughs> won't be able to message you or do whatever you do on Facebook. <laughs> What's a good way to get a hold of you? If somebody um, wants to, you know, ask you another question. Okay. I am on Instagram under my name, Angelie Watanabe. Um, or you can, um, email Chia at info at ChiaFCA.org, um, and that'll get to me. So I think those are the only two ways really that you can get to me right now. But um, and actually, yeah. So either of those two ways, you can definitely get to me. Well, before I say goodbye, there was one other thing. I just made a little note on my little piece piece of paper here, and you said you're you were a school teacher. Now this is just like a, a side note, but everyone thinks that oh. She's a school teacher. She was trained as a school teacher. So homeschooling must be so easy for you. No. Do you want to say, address that at all? <laughs> sure. Um, it, I really think that 
being a school teacher does not have much to do with homeschooling at all. Like it, it, granted I did have experience in certain things, but nothing I've got friends that were not school teachers that do things so much better than I do in the homeschool <laughs> land, you know, and honestly, schooling your own children is a lot different than schooling other people's children. I was not frustrated when other people's children didn't get it. But when my children you don't just get said it, goodbye. Exactly. That's your children. Your children don't get it. That's okay. My children have my DNA. They should get it, right? right, so, right. I, it's it's a lot different. I, I struggled with a lot of um, frustration. <laughs> homeschooling. So yeah, you know, and I tell moms that all the time because I do get that. Oh, you were a teacher. Oh, you can totally homeschool. No, it's, it's a different bag of wax, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard a different bag of wax before. Oh, uh, <laughs> it might be a bag of something else. It might be something. It might be a different bag, but maybe yeah. that's what you say in California. I don't know. No, <laughs> I make up my own plastic. Stuff. All that's all I know about California. Uh, um, but again, uh, I hope uh, the moms were encouraged. If they haven't seen your article, they can find it, I assume, at the Chia website. Uh, we even put it on the Smiling Homeschooler with a link back to your uh, your website. Um, but, you know, again, my big takeaway, again, from the whole article was, you know, the important things were making cookies. The important things were just spending a little bit of time with the daughter. It wasn't about, you know algebra or fractions right. it was about the things that really really mattered and i think your article did a great job in reminding us of that thank you i appreciate that well exactly. thanks again <laughs> angelie for being with us and i hope all you moms were encouraged uh again uh we'll, we'll put up her contact information so if you'd like to talk to her uh through email you can do that and i hope you were as encouraged as i was encouraged and mom maybe you're feeling that way whether you work or not um tomorrow tuesday or wednesday or whatever day you listen to this um don't forget what really really matters you know this is the perfect season to do the things that matter and that's to make cookies or to wrap presents or to sit on the couch and watch a uh, uh, christmas classic and some people might try to tell you that's not important you tell them get in their face and say baloney you're wrong um, but thanks for listening have a great week Thank you. Can I, sorry, really oh, go quick. Ahead. Say I, something more. Go ahead. Sorry. I just want to let you know my editor just um, texted me. We actually have that Facebook page up now. So for um, working homeschoolers, go to uh, Chiev Ka on Facebook, and we have our um, working moms um, group up, uh, a awesome. separate page. Yeah. So. That's awesome. We'll, anyway, we'll thank you. We'll put a link there as well. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. I really appreciated being on your show. And um Love you. I bought your calendars for everybody, all my guy friends. So awesome. <laughs> awesome. They loved it. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll do this again, Angelie. All right. I would love that. Have yeah. a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to episode 68 of the Smiling Homeschool podcast. If you were encouraged by what Angelie had to say, or you would like to connect with other California homeschoolers, we would encourage you to check out their Working Homeschool Mom Facebook group. And you can also visit chiaofca.org. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun, and you can check out their free trial over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.